Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the podcast. My name is Matt Bayliss and co-hosting with me today is my wife, YouTuber and now podcaster, Chloe Jade. Hello. Hello. Um, this episode is a very special one because at the time of recording this, it is the day before Christmas Eve. So it's two days now before Christmas Day. Christmas Eve Eve. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, so yeah, keep listening as we have uh, some special guests who share with us what they want for Christmas. Um, we have some terrible Christmas cracker jokes and we'll take a look at what actually happened on the first Christmas just over 2,000 years ago. You're listening to the Christmas special episode of the Good Grief Podcast. So, as we normally do with every episode, we start off with some news. Now, I haven't really been on the internet looking for news this time, but I do have some news uh, for myself, really, I want to share with you guys. So, starting on the 13th of January, I have a new job. So, I'll be starting... Um, oh, thank you very much. Close clapping there. <laughs> um, so, I'll be leaving my current position to join... Um, a charity uh, called The Message Trust. Um, I'll be working on a double-decker bus. Now, it's not just any old uh, double-decker bus. It's a converted double-decker bus. It's more or less a mobile youth club. So my job title will be Youth Evangelist um, uh, Message Bus South Wales. So you might see me around driving around in a double-decker bus, uh, going to different communities and churches around South Wales. So that is my news. Have you got any news, Chloe? No. No? Not really, no. Just same old, same old. Yeah. Excellent. Now, it is Christmas. Are you excited? Um, part of me is. I'll probably be excited now tomorrow, Christmas Eve. I know so much today because I got stuff to do, like cleaning and that first. Yeah, it's not really. It's true though, see, why do we clean the house for Santa? No. What's that all about? Well, you want Santa to come back, don't you? He doesn't want to come back to a dirty house. So. Mm. Well, I'd probably start being excited tomorrow. Yeah, and tomorrow we get our first presents, don't we? Yeah. Like, it's never been a tradition for me growing up, having a presents on Christmas Eve, but it has been your tradition, which we are now carrying on. Yeah, well, when I was younger, if my friends or um, family used to give me a present early, we'd put them all under the tree. And on Christmas Eve, I'd get to pick one present to open early. And then I'd open that on Christmas Eve then. Oh. So it's usually from, like, friends or, like, family that I wouldn't see on Christmas Day. Yeah. So it give you a little bit of a taste of what to expect the next day, opening yeah. some more presents. Yeah. yeah. What time do you go to bed Christmas Eve, usually? Um, what, now or as a child? Well, to be fair, this is our second Christmas together, and we normally go to bed roughly about you know the same time. But as a child, did you go to bed earlier? I did used to go to bed earlier, but obviously, I mean, you can't sleep, can you? No. You can never sleep. My feet are t- tingling in the bed. You know, they're twitching. <laughs> you know, I'm. It's like I'm running a marathon in the bed. So that's how excited I am, <laughs> and I still like that now. To yeah, be I can say nothing's changed now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a really, really exciting time. So this year. We put our Christmas decorations up. When late. Late? We, we did. Didn't. We put them up on the 30th of November. Whoa. Yeah, well, November. normally I put them up like around the 20th of November. See, I think the acceptable time is two weeks before Christmas. Well, that's ridiculous. So I've compromised by going an extra two Well, that's no weeks. good. No, that's no good. Two weeks before. You might as well not put them up. No. 
And to be fair, this year I did quite a lot of the decorations, didn't I? No, you did the tree. I did a tree. It took me ages, though. Because you've got so many bubbles and decorations on a tree. I'm running out of branches. <laughs> I need to get a bigger tree next year. <laughs> you haven't got the room. And uh, speaking of Christmas trees, do you know why we got Christmas trees? Uh, no. It, it, it's not something I really thought about either. It's no just, idea. Just we associate just Christmas, yeah, Christmas trees, just normal, but never really sat down and thought, why have we got Christmas trees? So i done a little bit of digging online, and there's no real reason for Christmas trees. It's just a tradition that started thousands of years ago. We just carried it on. So we had like, the pagans and the Christians. They used to use the uh, evergreen fir trees that we traditionally see. Uh, the pagans used the branches of this tree to decorate their homes during the winter as, you know, it made them think of a time of the come, you know, the spring is coming soon. Mm. So they used to decorate their houses like that. And Christians used to use it to decorate their houses as a sign of everlasting life with God. Now, I I got an issue with that one because, you know me, I like those miniature Christmas trees. They're alive. Oh, yeah, I can yeah. never keep them alive. No. I water them, I put them by the window, I put them away from the window, I put them up in the loft, I put them down in, in the kitchen, I put them in different places in the house, but I just can't seem to keep them alive. No, you are rubbish at that, i got to be honest. So how is it a sign of everlasting life for God? I don't understand that. So I think a plastic Christmas tree is the way to go, they last yes, years. Yes, I couldn't be dealing with the, the f- leaves falling on the real ones, the pine needles. I, I couldn't cope with that. That'd be a lot of mess, apparently they smell as well. Yeah. So the other tradition at Christmas time is stockings. Now, do you know where the idea of stockings came from? Um, one nan, one day, um, used one of her tights um, and put an orange in there, hoping it would clean them instead of putting them in the wash. And then the next day, her child, grandchild found it and thought it was a present. Is that right? Did you say your nan? No, a nan. A nan. Years ago. <laughs> I reckon that's a, that's a good story. Is that what happened? Again, it's just theories. We mm, don't exactly know where happened, it came see. from. Um, but one I've got here is that uh, it's a theory by someone called uh, Jerry Bowler, his name is. He wrote a book called Santa Claus, A Biography. Um, he theorised that nuns started the tradition back in the 1100s. The nuns told the kids to leave their shoes out in the hope of receiving gifts from a night visitor in exchange for good behaviour. Mm. So basically, nuns bribing children, if they say, if you're good tonight, you know, leave your shoes outside, you get presents inside it. And they believe no. the stockings evolved from there. No. But others believe that the idea of receiving gifts during the night and you know, in stockings came from St. Nicholas. Yes. Um, who would give presents to children to wake up to in the morning. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going along with that one, I, uh, the St. Nicholas one. Yeah, but I, it was Nan's, Nan's tights. It was Nan's tights. Not know. my Nan's tights, <laughs> but somebody's... They used to use tights, see? They, ne- they didn't have these fancy stockings that we have now. They used to use old women's tights. Yeah. So and they used to put the oranges in them. To make them smell fresh. Ah, that's what it That's is. what my theory is, see? Maybe I should try that with my socks. No. So what <laughs> happened is St. Nicholas would go down someone's chimney. Mm. Maybe that's the only way into the house in the night. I don't know. Go down well, the chimney. Well, in my house, we don't have a chimney. So 
Santa has a magic key that can open any house. Oh, yeah. the magic key. Magic key. Right. It can open any door. Well, you better be careful what doors he opens in this house because some of them got snakes behind them. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so St. Nicholas would sneak into someone's house at night. You'll find a pair of tights. Yeah. And then put an orange in it. Yeah, make it smell fresh. No, I'll have to ask your nan. <laughs> She's old enough to remember these. Okay, so number three on my list is the Bible says Mary rode into Bethlehem on a donkey. Now, we believe that, or many of us grow up to believe that, because we see it in the nativity. Mm-hmm. Every nativity we see is a donkey. But if you read the Bible, I read the yeah, story, there is no mention of a donkey. It's just assumed that they would have got to Bethlehem on a donkey. Because we learned the other night, we had the Salvation Army come to the church, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, the band, and they had a little choir with them. And the guy spoke there, and he mentioned that he mentioned about the distance that Mary and Joseph had to travel from Nazareth to uh, Bethlehem. Mm. And that's about 65 miles. And that's exactly the same distance between Merthyr and, and Bethlehem Haverford in Haverford West. West. That's right. So it's the equivalent of walking out. So imagine walking all our way, right, when you're heavily pregnant. Uh, we don't think she would be able to do it. So most people used to travel in those days with a donkey. So Mary probably sat on a donkey. If you had a bit more money, you'd probably have some camels. But looking at the history of Mary and Joseph, it's most likely to have been a donkey. So there you are. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Here's a fun fact. And the other one, we also picked up this the other night, is the Bible says there were three wise men. Now, we don't know for sure. It mm. could have been more. Yeah, because it was only three gifts that they mentioned, when not So people yeah. assumed that there were three wise men because of the three gifts. Yeah. So... You know, it, it could have been a lot more. It could have been eight. It could have been ten. We, we just don't know. And what is a wise man? A very wise person. That's No, honestly, what is a wise man? I mean, I've never actually thought about that before. What is a wise man? Like, we know a king, don't we? King, shepherd. What's a wise man? I just reckon they were probably very intelligent, important people in the, the town. Yeah? No? Yeah, we'll go with that. I need to do a bit okay. more research on exactly <laughs> who the wise men were. Well, it's it's if, not clear. If anyone knows, let us know on social media, please. Yeah, get in touch with us and let us know how stupid we are for not yes. knowing who the wise who men are. are. So, yeah, they could be wise men, kings or magis. We're not really sure. What's a magi? Oh, Sounds like a maggot. <laughs> That's for another day. Don't worry. Yeah, we should have got a pastor on this podcast. Yes, where's Matrika? Oh, I should have done a bit more research, or you could give me a heads up what questions you want to ask me. No, I'm too um, unpredictable for that. The wise men could have been sorcerers, astrologers, yeah, like you said, like highly intelligent people. And number five on my list, hopefully it's a bit more easier to understand. Um, the Bible says Jesus was born in a stable or in a barn. Again, we believe that because every nativity we see takes place inside a barn with lots of animals around it. Many years ago, when I was in PCY, I remember John Ryan, he did a talk at PCY about this particular topic, about what actually happened on that night. And he came up with some really interesting points that I, you know, it stuck with me for a number of years. So I want to bring some of them up. Um, we know that the Mary and Joseph traveled back to Bethlehem because there was a census going on at the time. The census is... Um, when they try and count the population of an area. So they had to go back to their hometown to 
take part in this census. Um, so this means that all the family are getting back together now. So we got families traveling from afar. Obviously, they were coming from Nazareth. So we got families coming to other places, all come back to the same place. So when Mary and Joseph arrived in Bethlehem, there was nowhere for them to stay because everybody was traveling back to Bethlehem for the census. So all the inns were full. Um, we were probably arriving a bit late, which is why we might have gone to a relative's house and there's no room in a relative's house. And they said, the only room we've got is in our barn stable kind of area. Now, houses in those days used to be elevators. So people used to live upstairs and the downstairs was where they kept all their animals. So they were kept their sheep, their goats, whatever animals they kept. So Mary and Joseph settled down in one of them. It could have been in a relative's house. And they had a manger in there, and a manger is where the animals eat from. It's just a bed of straw. So, but yeah, that's an interesting angle that uh, John brought up. And I thought, yeah, okay. And I've heard it again since on like uh, other podcasts I listened to and uh, uh, radio stations. They've actually mentioned that it might not have been, you know, an actual barn as you might think of it now. It would just be in a room under someone's house, you know, a relative's house. Uh, where they said, yeah, you can stay there for a night. And that's exactly where uh, Jesus could have been born. Have you thought of that before? I didn't know anything about that, no. Like, when we see the nativity, there's always they're going from one inn or hotel or whatever mm-hmm. to another. They said, no, no room in here, no room in here. Like, they couldn't book ahead, could they couldn't phone up or go online no. and see if they had any room. No. If they actually go there, and have you got any room tonight? But because of what was going on at the time, the census... Lots of people were travelling back to their hometown of Bethlehem. Uh, so there wasn't anywhere to stay. So they most likely had gone to a relative's house, which is what we would do if we were travelling mm. somewhere. We might go and stay with a relative. But if every, all your cousins and aunties and uncles are there before you, yeah, you, you're going to get the shed in the garden yeah. <laughs> or the doghouse, which essentially what happened to Mary and Joseph. So there you are. Um, there's five interesting facts about uh, the nativity at Christmas time. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back with some Christmas cracker jokes. Right, okay, so what we're going to do now, we're going to have a look at some terrible Christmas cracker jokes. I put a post out on Facebook asking people to send me their favourite Christmas cracker joke. Now, you've got to admit, one of the fun things to do when you're at the Christmas dinner is pulling the crackers, and then you find out what toy is in there, you pull out the joke, you read the joke, and you go, oh, Yeah, it's not, it's not really fun, though, is it? It's a bit of a, bit of a letdown, really, normally. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. You know when someone spent a lot of money on a cracker yeah. when the joke is good? Mm. And some of them even got, like, stories on them and, like, other little puzzles on them, not just a joke. Yeah, like, or sing a song or something, a little fun fact. Yeah, charades or charades, depends how you pronounce it. Um, I'm not very good when people tell me jokes, because if I don't find it funny, I I just don't laugh. Or if I don't understand it, you just get that puzzled look on my face. So we'll see how this goes now. And then i got to explain it to you, and you still don't get it. These will be terrible now, won't they? These will be absolutely shocking. Well, the first one, we asked someone earlier, didn't we? We asked Alexa. Oh, yeah. Now, that was actually terrible. Do you remember what it was? Do you want to say No, it? I can't remember. What was it? What's the best Christmas present? A broken drum. 
you just can't beat it. Yeah, I was very underwhelmed <laughs> with that one. Because she said to me, didn't she, I said, what did I say? I said, hi, Alexa, how are you today? And she said, I'm doing well, thank you. If you'd like to hear a fun Christmas cracker joke, ask me. So I thought, oh, this is going to be good now, fun one. And it was terrible. <laughs> It so, was. yeah, I had high expectations. Right, and the mm. next uh, Christmas cracker joke I've got for my mum. So, hi, mum. My mum sent one in and said, what did Adam say the day before Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. That's a nice one. It's a nice one, isn't it? Well, yeah. It, it doesn't take much thinking about that one, does it? No, it's pretty straightforward, that one, isn't it? Yeah. And then my dad sent one in. I really it, didn't get this one. There's a theme going on here. I really didn't get this one. What does a queen call her Christmas broadcast? The one show. Yes. Do, do, do you think I need to explain that one? I, I would. Or should I just leave it there? If anyone's on the same wavelength as me, they won't have a clue. Because I was thinking of, you know, uh, Alex Jones, the one show, you know? What's the queen doing on the one show? And then I was thinking... Oh, right, because she has one show on TV, doesn't she? She has a Queen's Speech. Mm. But that's not a joke, apparently. No. So if, I really don't get it. If you think of how posh people talk, they'll say, one had a very nice day today. One would like to have a cup of tea. So she refers to herself as the one. So the one show. There you are. Okay, so let me know in the comments, guys. Let us know if anyone got that joke. Because I will be interested to know. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Maybe it's just uh, the younger generation then. No offence. <laughs> okay, and the next joke comes in from Ian, which is your dad. Surprise, surprise. And he said, who hides in a bakery at Christmas? A mince spy. Ho, 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 ho. Mince spy. A mince spy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> And ooh, I do have two more. I've got one here I haven't read myself yet, so I'm going to read it for the first time right now. And this one's from Steve Scott. He said, Who is Santa's favourite singer? Elf is Presley. Elf is Presley. Oh, my gosh. Wow. We are all weak people. Yeah, and that's the, that one's from Steve Scott. And i got one here from Michael Woodington. He texts me with a joke as well. And he said... How does Christmas Day end? With the letter Y. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we are getting worse now. We're going downhill fast. We are. Now, I do have some more, uh, but I left them downstairs. So I'm just going oh, to there's a shame. Should we just leave it there? We just leave it, is there? No, it's <laughs> a shame. Leave it there. Or, or you, or I think people want to hear more Christmas Oh, jokes. go on then. Right. I'll be right back. Two hours later. Oh, he's back. Are these any, you know, better quality? Or probably not. Um, I don't know. I can't remember what they are. These are the ones we pulled from a Christmas cracker as a church Christmas meal. I'm out of breath now. Ooh. Me too from that singing. What singing? Oh, I edited that bit out. Do you want me to put it in? No, not really. <laughs> okay, the first joke is... Which famous playwright was terrified of Christmas? Noel Coward. Eh? <laughs> Ooh? I haven't got a clue. Noel Coward? Noel Coward. 
Never heard of him. No, I thought bad you one. were going to say Shakespeare. That's a bad one. Not a clue. People might know who Noel Coward yes. is, I don't know. If you do, then, you know. What do you call an elf who sings? Um, let me have a think a second. Um, I don't know. A rapper. Oh. Okay, and the next one is, what do vampires sing on New Year's Eve? Old Fang Sign. Old Fang Sign. Alright, the last one, I promise this is the last one. Oh, thank goodness. You might, yeah, you'd like this one. How does good King Wensleth like his pizzas? Um, No idea. One that's deep pan, crisp and even. One that's. What? You've got to say that to the song, haven't you? I don't know the song. Oh, Wenceslas. Dee 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 I have no idea. Oh, terrible. They wow. Were, they, they were cheap crackers. <laughs> Goodness that's, that's me. That's how I judge. Good grief. If the crackers were cheap or expensive. Yes. I also judge by the toy. Do you remember what toy you had in yours? Um. That's how bad it was. You can't remember. No, I usually just throw the toy straight in the bin unless it's like a, a pen or something, you know, like useful. Yeah. I think I had one of those uh, leaping frogs. Oh, yeah. On a spin top. Mm. They're all right. Well, the, the spinny things are all right. Right, let's move on from a Christmas cracker joke. All right. Uh, the next question I put out to people was, what is your what was your best Christmas present? Now, I didn't get many responses for this one. I only had, well, one response, to be honest. Um, and that was from Ian and Karen, your parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both had the same answer, so I'll merge this into one. Uh, their best Christmas present they've ever been given was a video camera from your nan before you were born. So when Karen was pregnant with you, they received a video camera so they could record all the special moments and occasions you know, as you were growing up. And I've been fortunate enough to see some of these videos. They're quality, and they? They are quality. A lot they are of good quality. You crying a lot. Excuse me. <laughs> I was an angel, like you. Mm, that's what I heard. I was. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of these videos, seen some of your holiday videos, and it's quite entertaining. And I haven't changed one bit, have I? <laughs> you haven't, actually, to be honest, no. And It's a shame, really, this is a podcast where you can't actually see anything. I was, I probably would get hold of the footage and show the world. Yeah. They are no, I I quite like watching them myself. You know, I'm entertaining. I gotta be honest. It, it, you, yeah, to be fair, you are quite entertaining. I just sit back and watch you all day. You just make me laugh. Um, so, do you know what your favorite Christmas present or your best Christmas present is? Yes. So, um, I don't know how old I was, but um, or Santa got me um a playhouse in the garden. Now, I had no idea about this. This was a complete surprise. Leading up to Christmas, we were clearing the area in the garden for Dad to have his new shed. Right, this was the plan. So I knew that the area was going to be for Dad's shed. So I didn't think anything of it. So then Christmas morning came. um, All the windows were shut, blah, blah, blah. Curtains were shut. I opened all my presents. And then all of a sudden, Mum pointed out this present on the Christmas tree. And it was like a little tiny gift bag with a big key in it and I was like 
a key what's that for so i went and tried the front door didn't fit the front door key went and tried the car didn't fit in the car i don't know why anyone would have bought me a car when i was about seven <laughs> but um tried various things and i just i was like what's what's this then very getting very worked up now very excited and then we went up the garden tried the back door key didn't fit that but we went up the garden and there it was my playhouse and it said chloe's playhouse on the front and it had an upstairs it had carpet little kitchen in there it was lovely i could play in the garden then but my one question the first thing i said was what about dad's shed (laughs) (laughs) so i was more concerned about dad not having his shed but uh, yeah that was my favorite christmas present sounds amazing and that well, that shed is still there now. Well, not shed, it sorry. It's a, what do you Playhouse. call it? Playhouse. is still Playhouse. there now, and you're still playing it. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, it uses uh, storage yes, now, but it, yeah. it is still there, and one day we probably will empty it, and we can uh, revisit those days of when you used to play in the, in the little uh, playhouse. That's yeah, and I play. used to have walkie-talkies up there as well. So, like, if I was playing up there by myself, my mum could keep an eye on me, you know, so she'd every so often she'd say Chloe you're right on the walkie talkie and I'd be like keeping you on yes I'm fine yeah 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 (laughs) so you're quite happy just playing up there on your own oh yeah I'd be up there ages and it had windows so I could see down to the house and mum would call me down for dinner and then I'd come in for dinner and I'd be back up there up there all the time in a way that's your first taste of independent yes you were up there on your own you had your own little house not all the time though I used to make them (laughs) come up a lot probably (laughs) now my um, best Christmas present or biggest surprise um, I can't remember how old I was now I was probably about 14 or 15 years old and same as you I'll come downstairs um, I'll open some presents and I had a, a quite an unusual present I couldn't quite work out what it was it was like a, oh, like you it was like a, some sort of key uh, for something it was like an odd looking screwdriver key sort of thing I was like hmm, well, it's just you know a strange present to have and the unusual thing is, on that morning, I didn't pick up on a time that all the windows were closed, mm. the curtains were shut, so you couldn't see outside. Normally, my parents would have opened the curtains by now. And I think we opened all our main presents, and I like, still don't know what this, this key screwdriver thing sort of does. And I was like, what's going on? Then my mum said, I didn't think of anything of it. Just go and open the curtains. So I opened the curtains, and behind the curtains was a big surfboard. Now, I was into my surfing at the time. Every time we go on holidays, I'll go to the surf hut and I'll hire a surfboard and I'll do that. And I used to watch surfing videos. I used to buy all the surfing magazines. You know, I, was, I used to call myself a surfer, even though I couldn't really surf. But yeah, they surprised me with my own seven foot three inches uh, surfboard. And I certainly wasn't expecting that was the biggest surprise. And like, how did they hide a surfboard? <laughs> how did they get it home and bring it through the door? Uh, uh, where no, did they store it no what, what, I'm, what i'm saying is not how they hide it how did santa fit that on the sleigh and then bring that into the house yeah i know so that is my question now but as we get older now our christmas list tend to get smaller and smaller um so gone are the days where we used to get the argos catalog mm. and circle everything we want in there just leave it lying around the house and maybe <laughs> fold a page or put a little post-it note in there you know hinting this is what i want for christmas and writing a big list leaving it out for santa because we've got amazon now we just got a wish list on amazon we just anything we want we just put in there and hope that someone there sees what we want and i got a little treat for you now we, we had a bit of fun doing this uh, like i said a few weeks ago we went to the church christmas meal 
I took with me my microphone and I went and asked, you know, some children what they would like for Christmas. Be prepared um, for some of these answers. And I asked them a few other questions as well. So without further ado, I'll hand over to my past self when I interviewed the children in church. What does Christmas mean to you? Christmas means spending time with family, um, like respecting each other in what each other does on Christmas Day, day and just going out and having fun. Lovely. Do you have a favourite Christmas song? No. You don't? No. So when you think of Christmas, what song comes to mind? I don't really have a song when I think to Christmas, really. Don't really have a song. Not even Jingle Bells? No. No? Okay. Last question then, what do you want for Christmas? What's Santa bringing you this year? Yep. Santa is going to bring me a Chromebook. Touchscreen Chromebook. Okay, there you are Santa. I hope you're listening. Abby wants a Chromebook for Christmas. Touchscreen Chromebook. So what's your name? Leah. And what's your name? Andrew. Andrew and Leah. Okay, so what do you want for Christmas, Leah? I want, um, I really want a, it's a thing called Smart Sketcher and it's when you get to sketch things that look really good. Oh, wow. Andrew, what do you want for Christmas? Um, I don't know what I asked for. I kind of asked for surprises off Santa. Oh, I like surprises, I like surprises. Okay, have you got your favourite Christmas song? What is your favourite Christmas song, Leah? Um, All I Want For Christmas Is You. And how does that go? Can you sing it? Christmas is you. There you go. What about Andrew? Have you got a favourite Christmas song? Uh, yeah, I use, I like Jingle Bells. And how does that go? Can you sing a bit for me? No. No? What about Leah? Can you sing Jingle Bells? Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. Wait, no, no, that's Uncle Billy lost his on the motorway. Hey! I don't think I can have that on a radio show. <laughs> so, what's your name? Amy. Amy. Now, Amy, what does Christmas mean to you? Uh, spending time with family and celebrating that Jesus is born. Exactly, that's well done. Um, what is your favourite Christmas song? Uh, Jingle Bell Rock. Jingle Bell Rock, how does that go? Can you sing a bit Jingle for me? Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> there we go. Okay, and what does Amy want for Christmas this year? I want a GoPro with a waterproof case. So what's your name? Jonathan. Jonathan. Now, Jonathan, what does Christmas mean to you? Well... It's, well, we spend time with our family a lot, so that's good. And we get lots of gifts, but we also give gifts as well, so, you know, deliver. And it also means how Jesus was born as well, it shows how that is as well. Excellent. Okay, and what does Jonathan want for Christmas this year? I don't know yet. <laughs> you like surprises? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, have you got a favourite Christmas song? Rocking around the Christmas tree. Right, can you sing a little bit for me? No, thank you. Ah. So, what's your name? Indy. Indy. No, Indy. Christmas is coming up. Do you, what's Christmas all about? Do you know what Christmas is about? No. No? Well, what happens on Christmas Day? Um... Do you have lots of presents? Yeah. Yeah? And what sort of presents do you want this year from Santa? Um, a squirrel. A squirrel? What colour squirrel do you want? Um, blue. 
a blue squirrel. Alright, let's hope that the Santa's listening to this and they will get a blue squirrel for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah? And what else do you want for Christmas? Um, a ladybird. A ladybird and a squirrel. So you can have like a zoo in your house with lots of different animals. And what's your favourite animal? Um, elephant. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Right, there you are. I hope you in <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm still laughing at you now. I hope you enjoyed that a little bit and uh, I do apologize for the uh, singing. Uh we had two individuals. Uh we're not gonna name any names, even though they did introduce themselves. Um so I had to beep out um a word in a jingle bell song. Um Then we had little Indy. Now this is an interesting one. I asked her what she wanted for Christmas, and she said she wanted a squirrel. Not just a squirrel. Well, I a, asked blue her, a blue squirrel. <laughs> I asked her what colour squirrels are going to be, thinking it's going to be grey or red. This is what squirrels tend to be. But this is a blue squirrel. So I wonder where Father Christmas is going to yes. find a blue squirrel. Oh, good luck to him. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I'm gosh. sure she'll get what she wants on Christmas morning. And... Uh, um, Maybe we'll get an update that she got herself a blue squirrel. <laughs> okay, so that's all we got time for in this episode. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and perhaps learnt a thing or two about uh, Christmas. And amongst the chaos of Christmas, is just remember what the true meaning of Christmas really is. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. You know, God came from heaven down to earth as a man uh, for all of us so that we can have a relationship uh, with God and spend uh, rest of our lives with him in heaven so just remember the true meaning of christmas so from both of us here at the good grief podcast merry, merry christmas, christmas and a happy new, new year. year you've been listening to the christmas special episode of the good grief podcast Don't ask what happened to his head. Okay, I won't. Jumped into a wall above my head. Oh. It's because, um... Off my bed, though. I'm recording, by the way. It's like this time. Are, are you actually? Yeah. Jingle bells, jingle bells. No man's rolling the Uncle Billy lost his willy on the motorway. Hey. I don't think I can have that on a radio show. <laughs> <laughs>